Hello, peoples. This is Lizard. And this is the Almighty Panda. Your name in my phone. Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> With a little panda emoji. Yeah. <laughs> because naturally. And this is the next episode of Lizard and Panda Take on Cinema. Woo! Woohoo! Yeah. And movie news. Go. Yes. All right. So, first of all, um, Disney right now. Or not Disney. Wow. Warner Brothers. Close enough. Yeah. Um... What what is it? Discovery's acquisition of uh, Warner Brothers and their properties that just happened is bringing a lot of new changes. Mm-hmm. So the um, the new head honcho of Warner Brothers slash Discovery is David Zalsov, Zalzal, Zalzal. Sure. And he's looking to make some very significant changes slash improvements to the company, and this includes. Um, Creating three separate, like, heads of departments. Okay. Based off of um, Warner Brothers. Wait, Warner Brothers and New Line. uh, DC Entertainment. And then Animation. Interesting. Yeah. And though he wants to get this specific director to pretty much take over for DC, um, instead he's... um, Asked him to start putting in more input into the DC films, and it's Todd Phillips. Okay. Joker director. Interesting. Now, to me, what this sounds like is that they want to take more of a, um art-style approach mm-hmm. to the DC films, like with Batman, like with Joker. I'm okay with that. I can get behind that. Because what where they're failing at is trying to create an... Um, Extend the universe. Right. And it, it's just not working yeah. at all. And um, apparently an insider for... Um, where is it? Variety, I want to say. That did a piece for um, WB said that pretty much where they need to um, focus on is bringing back Henry Cavill. Mm-hmm. Pretty much scrapping every idea that they have for the foreseeable future when it comes to the DCEU. And then starting fresh with Henry Cavill Superman. Gotcha. Okay. I guess we'll see where this goes then. Yeah. Because I'm assuming that's not including any of the stuff that's already been finished. Correct. Okay. So this would be starting after all that pretty much. Yes. Okay, gotcha. Which, speaking of um, their future releases... Test screenings apparently have been held for um, The Flash. Okay. And um, it's being very well received. Okay. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, also looks like the same source from Variety is saying that um, most likely Ezra Miller will be recast after this movie. Well, I mean, after everything that's been going on yeah. and that he's <clears throat> been doing you kind of have to like it's one thing with the whole like Johnny Depp Amber Heard situation where it's all kind of like hearsay this is stuff that he's very obviously doing Mm -hmm. and we cannot condone that yeah uh let's see what else so yeah um so the studio has yet to publicly address Ezra Miller's actions although recent report that 
Warner Brothers had decided to hit a pause on any future involving any future projects involving the actor, including possible appearances in the DC Cinematic Universe. So yeah. Interesting. Um when was it? Tuesday? Tuesday? Yes, Tuesday. Sure. Tuesday or Thursday. One of those two days. Either way, the A rock... day that begins with yes. a T and ends with a Y. Exactly. <laughs> Dwayne The Rock Johnson posted on Twitter the photo of Black Adam. Yes, I did hear about this. Yes. I dig it. That is pretty awesome. Yes. And there were a few different, like pictures that were released i think so yeah i saw a video on tiktok about it hmm. uh what else do i have for movie news obviously justice for dap yes justice for dap he did it the one man in history to win an argument with a woman <laughs> so did did he say this is the day that you almost caught captain jack sparrow he wasn't there oh damn it of course he wasn't why would he have to be? He knew you won. I know, but still. Apparently he is in um, the UK right now performing with his band. Ooh, nice. Oh, yeah, I did hear about that, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, Neil Blomkamp. Chappie, Elysium, District 9. Apparently has uh, shared an update on a possible sequel for District 9. Interesting. Yes. Saying that he is working on it, and that the answer is in the or the answer is it's oh wow the way he phrased this was I'm weird. Just gonna look at you. <laughs> the answer is it's within the near future. Gotcha. Okay, that's that yeah. was that was very. Yeah. It, it's the is <laughs> and it's together. <laughs> just uh. so yes, if that's true, I am very excited because. So far, I've loved every single one of his movies. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. They're all, like, I wonderful. I finally saw Chappie. Yes. It was so fucking good. Mm-hmm. I need to rewatch it. It's been a while. Um, Let's see. What else do I hear? Oh, yes. There is a remake in the works. I roll. But the, 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 the people involved have me thinking differently. Of... 1990s horror comedy arachnophobia oh god <laughs> oh yeah that that movie so producing will be atomic monster and that's the um producing combo of james wan and michael clear okay along with um amblin partners so amblin entertainment and all that gotcha and director christopher landon Ooh, Happy okay. Death Day, Freaky. Yeah, mm-hmm. I do love Freaky. I, I, mm, that's what I'm saying. It might be good. Oh, I do love Freaky a lot. And I also actually, because I watched that and Happy Death Day on the same day. Because it took me forever to watch Happy Death Day. But uh, yeah, Freaky, I definitely like a hell of a lot more. But I do love them both. Mm-hmm. And then, unfortunately, ending on a sad note. Of course, because yes. that's what we do. Ray fucking... Leota. You didn't hear? No! Yes! <gasps> no! Yep, passed away in his sleep. Oh, that's just sad. Yep. 
Uh, apparently, he was down in the uh, Dominican Republic filming. He was still in the middle of filming. Uh, I, I forget the name of the movie. Something uh, underwater, something. Something or another. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. Oh, well, may he rest in peace. Indeed. Damn. Was in one of my favorite fucking movies, Goodfellas. Yeah, the Goodfellas is really good. Mm. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. I'm surprised you didn't hear about that. Yeah, I don't think I heard about that. No, I don't think so. Oh, uh, when was it? Ray Liotta. The 26th. Gotcha. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. May he rest in peace. Sad note. Sad note. We're going to end on a sad note. Yes. <laughs> Alright, and I have my list of movies that I have seen. Indeed. One of which I saw with you. And that is Men. I still don't know how to feel about that <laughs> ending. Uh, released May 20th of this year, and it was both directed and written by Alex Garland, who did Ex Machina, and 28 Days Later. I, I liked the movie. The ending was a little bit too much. <laughs> uh, um, should we even tell them what the ending is? I'll just basically say that it's pretty much like the same man rebirthing itself over and over and over again. And I, I got the point of like the fact that it's specifically like men constantly like raising their boys generation after generation of toxic mas toxic masculinity because that does exist mm -hmm. and i understand what alex garland was trying to do um and that he was trying trying to basically say how like you know as a whole men need to work on themselves mm -hmm. with their toxic masculinity but I felt like it was a little bit more on, like, the shallow side. Yeah. Where I'm just like, okay, Alex, we already know all of this. And I feel like it would have been different if it was written and directed by a woman. Yeah. Because... I feel like it would have been handled better. better. Yeah, yes. because, like, and I, like I said, I know what Alex was trying to do. And he was just trying to be, like, helpful and basically show that he, like, understands us. But it's like, it was, like I said, it was a very shallow perspective of like, you, this is all stuff that we already know happens. Dig a little deeper. Dig a little deeper. And again, but then also I feel like that if it was written and directed by a woman, then a lot of people would have an uproar about like, you're saying men suck. It's like on um, Haley Williams when released her solo album. Mm -hmm. I saw a few people commenting on how like, oh, all she's doing is complaining about men the entire album. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, oh, when men don't do this, men haven't done this for years. Like, one of my favorite bands of all time, Bayside. I love them. Love them. So, so much. But literally, one of the lines of their song is, I want to grab your head by your hair and hack it off. Put it on display in front of the yard on a stick that's decorated with a little pink bow with a sign that says her family, friends and family should have taught her more about love. Yeah. But when a woman does it, talking about her shitty ex-husband... Jesus Christ, how she's just complaining and she's just a man hater, obviously. 
There, there's way too many double standards. It, it's ridiculous. Like, and it's annoying. Technically, someone could make a movie about what it is being a guy now in this climate. Because mm-hmm. I can't go fucking anywhere without hearing men are pigs, men are trash, they ain't fucking worth shit. Um, they're all, all they're only worth the fucking money in their pockets, blah blah blah. I hear that fucking everywhere. And don't get me wrong, you hear me say all the time that men are trash. Mm-hmm. Because as a general whole, men are trash. Obviously there are men in my like my life that I love. You, Brian, any man in my family, Steve, um Jesse, basically all the men in my life. Yeah. I love them dearly and I know that they are not pieces of shit human beings. It's like how I say that I hate people because I do. As a general whole, I hate the human race with a burning passion. Yep. But I know that there are good people in the world. Indeed. And it's like, I feel like that as long as it's handled well, it would be fine. Mm-hmm. Like I will say the movie Gone Girl that woman's a bitch. <laughs> I think everybody can agree with that. that she's I haven't a even bitch. seen that movie. I know she's a fucking. She's cunt. a bitch, but it's good. You should watch it. I want to. It's a really good movie. But like I said, as long as it's handled well, it's all good. But anyway, back to the whole men situation. I know because I want to see the movie uh, The Watcher or The Watched. We saw the trailer for it when we went to see Men. Yeah. Was the girl being like basically? stalked by her like neighbor across the street mm-hmm. that is written and directed by a woman yes yes i remember that one and i do want to watch that mm-hmm. and maybe kind of like compare the two so i'm probably gonna end up seeing that movie um next um i decided the um week of the texas shooting the to watch the movie the fallout hmm. on hbo max yeah very hard-hitting because it came out on HBO Max uh, January 27th of this year. And it was written directed by Megan Park. Which I don't know if you've ever seen Secret Life of the American Teenager. It was the yeah. one Christian blonde chick. Yeah, vaguely. Yeah, that, it was her. And hmm. she did a fantastic job. And uh, Jenna Ortega, who um, was the little sister in the new Scream movie. Yes. She's in it. Um, and I love her. Like... Her acting is just so rounded. It's just, She does amazing in this movie. And it basically does a really good job at showing, like, the different um, ways that people would react to this situation. Like, mm-hmm. you know, there are some people that I'm like, we need to do something about this. We need to step up. We need to speak with our community and our leaders and blah, blah, blah. We need to fix this. But then there are people that it's just like, I just want to either lay around at home and cry or I want to go out drinking I want to go out partying like and then you had the people that are kind of just like I'm just gonna keep going with my life yeah. but it was really well done and I loved all of the actors in it they just mm. Mm, definitely fantastic and I would check it out just it's definitely like a drama where there are slow moments but it's re- done well nice and then the last one um was the movie Emergency, which came out May 20th, uh, and it was directed by Carrie Williams, and it was written by Katie Davila, Davila, I don't know how to exactly pronounce it, um, it, it's definitely a comedy with some dark elements to it, mm-hmm. it's about 
uh, two guys. They're both uh, African Americans, and it's their last year of college, and their plan is to basically like go to different parties, and just have fun. Yeah. Like the semester's almost over, they just want to have fun, but they go home real quick to their dorm. And they see an unconscious white girl on the floor of their home. Hmm. And the only other person that was in the dorm was their roommate, who is Hispanic. And all he was doing was just had this huge headset on and he was just playing video games. Hmm. And it basically becomes this whole movie where it's just set in one night where they're kind of just like, well, the one guy is just like, well, we should, we should call the cops. The other guy's just like, No. We are three boys of color with a white girl unconscious on our floor. That's a bad idea. Definitely the humor is done really well, but mm-hmm. it also is definitely saying a point. Yeah. And by the end of the movie, it does get very, it hits hard. Mm-hmm. And it gets really heavy and it's kind of just like, oh shit. But it's really good. Hmm. I would rec- It's on Amazon Prime. And it's like an um, Amazon original. I would definitely give it a watch. Yes. I think you would like it. It is funny, but also kind of it's just like, wake up, people. This is the problem that we have. Hmm. I have new movies I've watched. Oh, yes, yes, yes. You mentioned, uh, you mentioned to me the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we talked about one of them, at least. Men. Just... <sighs> okay. I, I kind of drew the line when I saw... This creature's Belusi fucking appear between his gooch. Yeah, that was interesting. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was blitzed, but I didn't know I was going to see that while I was blitzed. Uh, like, you know A24 movies. Yeah, but not that. Like, I do love A24, but there are times where they're just a little too... Like, they're trying too hard. Yeah. I feel like at times. Yeah. Finally saw Moulin Rouge. Yes. I very much enjoyed that. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Ewan McGregor. Wonderful. And he can sing. Oh, and the emotion he has in that movie. Yes. Top notch. Top notch. Uh, let's see what else. Finally saw Interstellar. Yes. So good. Also been a while since I've seen that. It was so good. Trying to think of what else. Finally caught up with um, Stranger Things, at least until episode four of season four. That's where I left off. I've seen them all, and it's just so good. And I'm liking, like I told you before, that it's pretty much just an homage to Nightmare on Elm Street. Yes. This, this season, and oh my god, it's so wonderful. And uh, Eddie. Mm-hmm. I love Eddie. I will say one hundred percent. If I was a teenager in the 80s, he's the type of guy I would be going for. I'd be like, hello, Eddie, let's go this way, over to the rock over there. <laughs> um, <clears throat> watched the first three episodes of this season's The Boys, season three. I finally, I, fin- I finished the first season. Yes. Still so much more. I'm gonna try my best to watch like all of two and then the first few episodes of three before like the next. Because I saw on IMDb that they're 
separating each like season that they have like the three episodes and then it's like july 10th or, or june 10th or something like that mm-hmm. is the next few i'm gonna try before the june 10th but i know that that's like in a few days but i'll see what i can do yeah that, that first scene or that it's like the scene in the first episode of season three is wow it's something oh shit it's something all right it's something you never thought you'd see on just any type of media. Mm-hmm. That, oh that's all I'll say about that. Oh Those that seen it, they know I what did, I'm talking about. I did see something about it. Like, it didn't give any spoilers, but I did see something about people's response to one of the episodes. I was like, oh, okay, that's going to sound, that sounds interesting. Hmm. We'll see what happens when I get there. And then finally, One Piece... I finally started One Piece. <laughs> and I don't know why it's taken this long for me to start this show. And I'm regretting starting this show this late. Because there's 1,015 episodes out. Have fun with that. I'm on episode... I think in the 60s somewhere. Oh, okay. Good. Yeah, good luck now, with I've been that. trying to watch at least 10 episodes a week. Yeah. I feel like that's a, a reasonable amount of that's a hundred days that's fine yeah no that's fair that's fine you'll be fine but like i'm really fucking liking this show <laughs> and like the main character monkey d luffy is like such a like this infallible symbol of just like perseverance and he's just so happy and like when he has this goal in mind it's like that's what i'm gonna do you're not the obstacle it's the person Ten people away from you. That's the obstacle. That should be interesting. It's so good. Huh. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> He's like, why did I do this to myself? So, also something that we did a little bit fun. What was the essay? Yes. Yes. The character tour essay. Yes. Character yes. tour quiz. That. Um, it was, I forget how many questions, but. Not a lot. No. And it gives you, like, this entire list of characters that most relate to you. Mm-hmm. And mines are a walking red flag. Yep. I have the Phantom from Phantom of the Opera. What you get in Girls Pine after that, even though I always say don't. Norman Osborne. <laughs> but then again, I'm going back to um, No Way Home. Yes. Just, just the, the fucking hallway scene when they're just beating the shit out of each other. That was great. Oh, it was so good. Sideshow fucking Bob. Yep. I will say I do grumble like him every once in a while. Yeah, you do. Mm-hmm. You do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> fucking Syndrome from The Incredibles. Syndrome! I'm pissed because I see it. What's annoying is that he's a whiny little baby. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> that hurt. <laughs> Macbeth. Yep. Kylo Ren. <laughs> also a whiny little baby. <laughs> With daddy issues. But that voice is so sexy. He has a nice voice. Which I've been told on multiple occasions I have and I still can't hear it. No, you have a nice voice. 
can't hear it myself. <laughs> I just hear myself, and it, it, it's it's nothing. But I've heard it so many times, like a lot. <laughs> That's probably the number one compliment I get. That and my eyelashes for some reason. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's weird. That's strange. Mm -hmm. Yeah, whatever. Whatever floats their boat. <laughs> the, okay, this one isn't that bad of a red flag. I mean, besides the dependency issues. Krusty the Clown! Krusty the Clown. I don't know. I was going to do the laugh, but I can't do the laugh. Kenny does the laugh. We'll have to get him later. Mm -hmm. Kenny, do the laugh! Larry David. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Just a yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Fucking Norman Bates! Yeah, I saw that and I got a chuckle out of that one. And finally, George Costanza. George Costanza. Yes, there we go. I can't fucking say his last name. You know who I From mean. From Seinfeld. And, and just Another the, whiny little baby. The description. Short, stocky, bald, neurotic, and self-proclaimed king of the idiots. <laughs> oh, my God. Self, just great. Self-proclaimed meme lord, which is pretty much the same thing. Did you get close enough? Uh, let's see what you got. Well, there are a few of them that I'm just like, I don't know these. They're fucking animes. Like, I don't, I don't know this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was so confused. And there's some that I didn't even know. Yeah, I was like, I'm. So, who are these people? I don't know these people. So, Jack Torrance. Yes, literally The Shining is my very first one that I most like. And I'm like, okay, cool. I'm about to kill everybody with an axe. Uh, South Italy from Axis Powers Hitalia, which I have heard of that show, but I've never seen nor have any interest in seeing. Yeah, no, I just, nope. Pretty much the premise is that um, there is a physical embodiment of each of the countries in the world, and they're all attending, like, a school or some shit. Interesting. Whatever. <laughs> Whatevs. Um, Shizu Hiwa, Hiwajima uh, from... Yeah, that. Great show. <laughs> Heard of it, never watched it. Not in my list right now. That's fair. Still no idea who it is, so it's fine. This one, I agree with. The Hulk. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that one, too. <laughs> it's a little, just a little bit of anger issues. A little tiny bit. Katza from Graceling. I've never heard of that. I have no idea what the fuck that is. No. <laughs> Millhouse Ben. <laughs> fucking Millhouse. <laughs> is it because of the glasses? I guess. I'm because like, that's the only thing I can think. Why? I was like, I'm so confused. Why? Why? I don't see it. I and neither do I. That's why I was just like, Are you sure? Uh, Hannah Horvath from Girls. I've never seen it. Oh yeah, I've never seen it. But based on what I've heard, I can see that. This fucking redhead motherfucker from Fruits Baskets. What I'm, I'm fucking tired of hearing about Fruits Baskets. I fucking hate Fruits Baskets. Is that another anime? Yes, it okay. is. Okay. <laughs> this motherfucker. Oh, gotcha. I'm tired of seeing this motherfucker's face everywhere. I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> Can't fucking stand Fruits Baskets. I know that there's female anime fans out there that fucking adore this show for some reason. I tried it once. Could not get past the first... Five minutes. Oh, okay. That's bad. The protagonist from Fight Club. Yeah. I can see that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Tiffany Maxwell from Silver Linings Playbook. I can also see that. <laughs> <laughs> I can. And my buddy Kirk's in that movie. 
Did you tell me that before? So the, the scene that they're uh, tailgating. Uh huh. Um, there is a shirtless man in the background with a, uh, I think, one of the letters that spell out "Go Eagles." Yeah. Oh, okay. Gotcha. That's him. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, I can see that though because yeah. That was filmed in Philly. Yep. Uh. Lena Duchannis, Duchannis, beautiful creatures. I've heard about it, have not seen it. Same. <laughs> Philip J. Fry. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, wow. Okay. What What part of that, though? What part of Fry? Oh, God, I don't even know. I don't even know. Hopeless Romantic? <laughs> the beer? The beer? That's as far as I got. You pretty much have a bender. I do have a bender. Right here. Yep. That's that's my bender right there across from me. Does that make Brian Leela? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> and then you also sent me, um, what's his name, from um, Train Spotting that yeah. my phone froze. You, you and McGregor's character? Yes. Yes. I saw that and I was like, okay, I'll take it. He might be a drug addict, but I don't care. I'll still take it. I also got things like fucking Voldemort. Of course you did. I forget who else I got because I know that it's like what 124 pages or uh-huh. something like that that like gets less. Freddy Krueger. Okay, I don't see that. Maybe no. the humorous side. Dark humor. Dark humor, maybe, but that's pretty much it. Yeah, I didn't get that one. <laughs> There's like so many like horror movie villains, and I'm like. Am I that fucked up? Am I that <laughs> fucked up? Probably. Like I know I'm a, I'm a little fucked up. But I know I was that fucked up. <laughs> what, what, am I fucking Joker one bad day away from fucking shanking people? Like what I the guess fuck? So apparently, <laughs> apparently. Oh shit. But yes, Th- those were our characters that were most like apparently. And now, it is time for in honor of. The new Jurassic World Dominion movie coming out this week. Yes. June 10th. I has my tickets. Me too. But this episode is all about the OG original Jurassic Park. Yeah. And I... Sorry. I love this movie so much. Yes. I love it so, so much. It... Brings out that inner kid in you. Yeah. Like, wait, I'm talking about, like, munchkin kid. Like, all you talked about was fucking dinosaurs. Because, like, everybody pretty much had that has that phase when you're a kid. It's yeah. Just, like, you go through moments of just obsessing over dinosaurs. You... And I remember... <clears throat> <clears throat> I remember that phase so well. You could legit go to anyone in the street and be like, what's your favorite dinosaur? And every single person will answer you. I just might draw a blank because I get very nervous when I'm put on the spot. And also, mm-hmm. like, there are so many dinosaurs that I just absolutely have always been like, that's my favorite, that's my favorite, that's my favorite, there's my pen. <laughs> <laughs> and also there are times where it's like, I don't know their names, but that one. But yes, you are correct, sir. And Kylosaurus is my favorite. The they they kind of look like a turtle with a long tail that has a oh. yes oh okay got them you. boys yes. yeah always my favorites I love <laughs> them boys no, it's like I love the triceratops mm-hmm. I know that there's a few different species of the long necked ones 
Brachiosaurus. I forget. I want to say Gigantosaurus. Maybe. I'll look it up. But it's like those. And then also the one with the bonehead. We looked it up earlier when we were watching it. See, again, I'm horrible with these names. Dome head dinosaur. The one in Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, where it was just boom, boom. <laughs> he was so cute. Pachycephalosaurus. 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 That one. Yes. And then also Cubone from Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> He's also my favorite. Uh, but yes. Released June 11th, 1993. Mm-hmm. Director Steven Spielberg. It still holds up for it, 93. It still holds up. That CGI is actually pretty fucking decent for uh-huh. it being 93. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Steven Spielberg, well done. Who also did Jaws, E.T., Hook, The Terminal, The New West Side Story. Uh, written by uh, Michael Christian, uh, who did Twister, and he also wrote the Jurassic Park novel. Mm. Uh, David Coep. Uh, who did Mission Impossible, Stir of Echoes, Panic Room, Spider-Man, Secret Window, the new movie Kimmy, which I don't know if you've seen, but that's also really good. Hmm. Uh, composer John Williams, who did Jaws, Star Wars, E.T., Witches of Eastwick, Hook, Saving Private Ryan, The Patriot, uh, cinematographer Dean uh, Cundy, who did Halloween, The Fog, The Thing, Back to the Future 1, 2, and 3. That's where I know I'm from. Yes. The Thing, Fog. Hook, The Parent Trap, and Camp Rock. Because, you know, we're just going to be all over the place here. What the (laughs) fuck? I saw that and I was like, interesting. Okay. And then cast, we have Sam Neill, who plays Grant. Laura Dern, who plays Ellie. Jeff Goldblum. Joel Goldstein. Joel Goldstein, who played Malcolm. <laughs> yes, we know somebody who had called, uh, read his name on a Cards Against Humanity yeah. card. It says Jeff Goldblum on the card, but he read it as Joel Goldstein. This same man's read on another Cards Against Humanity card, Pamela Anderson, and pronounced it Pamela Anderson. Yeah, I. When then Jesse replies, have you ever jerked off? <laughs> and I lost my shit. Oh, that's that's that was a fair question, though. That was yeah. a fair question. Uh, but but yes, Jeff Goldblum. Oh, damn. What what a nice looking man. Nice looking man. You know what? I could even agree to. Uh, Richard Attenborough, who played Hammond. Rest in peace. Mm hmm. Uh, Bob Peck, who played uh, Muldoon. Martin Ferrero, who played Gennaro. B.D. Wong played Wu. Joseph Mazzello played Tim. Ariana Richard played Lexi. Samuel L. Motherfucking Jackson played mm-hmm. Arnold. And Wayne Knight played, Wayne Knight played uh, Dennis Nedry. Dotson! We have Dotson here! <laughs> See, no one cares. Oh, the meme. Uh, it, the infamous meme. And then ratings, IMDb had 8.2 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes, 92% with an audience score of 91%. 
Metacritic rating, 68%. And 92% of Google users like this movie. Hmm. I'm surprised that the Metacritic was so low. I feel like Metacritic is very, like... Artsy-fartsy? Artsy-fartsy and just... I don't know. Like, you need to get over a few things, bruh. Uh... Oh, yeah. Budget. Yes. Yes, that's my thing. Uh, budget is, or was, uh, $63 million. Box office was $1.046 billion. Yep. It was the highest grossing movie for, like, years until Titanic came out. Mm-hmm. And then that took over for a hot minute. Yeah. Which, not not a fan of that movie, me personally. That's that's also one when Sean was asking me earlier, mm-hmm. like, what I don't like, but I can, like, appreciate... Why people like it. Yeah, Titanic. Like, me personally, not a fan, but like, I get it. I'll sometimes, and it's very rarely, like, this will be, like, once every three years or so, I'll get the urge to watch the movie. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll, I'll have, like, this unyielding nerve, or nerve, urge to watch the fucking movie. And I gotta put it on. Mm-hmm. No, that's fair. And I won't actually pay attention to the movie. I'll do other shit, but it's just the background. I... Yeah. The only part I liked was the ship going down. I like the one dude that falls off and he hits the propeller and he goes, Wee! <laughs> that too. And also, like, more money was, for Jurassic Park, more money was spent on marketing than the movie itself. I believe that. Like, roughly marketing was about $65 million, where the film budget was, like, $63 million. And I'm like, you know what? Yeah, I, I can believe that. But you know what? It, They did well. So many people went to go see this movie. Mm-hmm. But like you said, it still holds up after all of these years. Yeah. Like, uh, I think really, like, the only thing for me that didn't really hold up that well was when um, the um, Grant and the kids are, like, running away from those... Uh, The little dinosaurs all, like, running yes, away from yes. the T-Rex. Yes, he said the name. He said the name of the dinosaurs. Yeah, of course I forget. But, like, that part, I Galio feel like... something? Something like that. But those, I, that part, I didn't really think it held up as well, especially once, like, the, the T-Rex got it, the one down, and you can see it trying to, like, rip off a piece of it. Mm-hmm. Like, I could see that scene. It didn't really hold up that well. Uh, but other than that, like, one thing with, like, a bunch of different fucking dinosaurs. Yeah. That's impressive. My drink. <laughs> My drink. My drink. But, like, I told you before that, like, I don't know how this movie did not get in my top ten. Mm-hmm. But also, to be fair, again, I had two weeks. Yes. But I do, I love this movie so much. There are just also so... now, like, you have a top ten, you could take the next X amount of time. That's true. That to refine true. it. Very true. The base work, and that, that's actually what I did. I had a base work, and then I went through. Yeah. Yep, that's fair. That's definitely fair. Which was the the six months. Yeah. I'm just trying to think of, like, where to even start with this movie, because there's just so many scenes that are, like, rummaging through my head right now. Or the fucking social impact that this movie had. Oh my god, yes. The technology that went into making the dinosaurs was never done before, before that time. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember if it's 
vice versa or not, but I'm pretty sure... Wait, what year did uh, Toy Story come out? I want to say, like, 96? Maybe? Because it, something with the technology, both of them are connected. One led to the other in some way. Gotcha. I want to say, like, maybe 96. I'm going to look it up. I have the app. I finally downloaded the app. Yes, finally. Toy Story. 95. Oh, I was close. And this came out in 93? 91. 91? I thought it was 93. No, wait, no. 93. Yeah, you're right. I was thinking of the January 11th, which Mm -hmm. has a 1 in it. Yeah, so it's reverse. Um, The technology with um, Jurassic Park helped pretty much start off uh, Pixar. Gotcha, yes. I could be wrong, so don't quote me. <laughs> but that's rattling in my brain somewhere, so it has to be at least 25% true. <laughs> it's in there somewhere. The vast pool of knowledge that's my fucking mind. I can retain just about anything pop culture-wise, but important shit, nah. Yeah, there are just some things where it's just like, no, definitely not. Uh, but I will, because really, like, I will say the T-Rex definitely holds up. Yes. Like, I just love the scene where, like, you first see him when it's, like, a real dangerous situation. And, like, the fucking lawyer. Because basically, it, uh, John Hammond, he brings all these people to the island. You have the lawyer, the blood-sucking lawyer, to be exact. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have Malcolm, who is a, what is it, uh like a, basically a chaos theorist chaos like he's a scientist yeah, yeah. I forget the, the term that he used but yes it's a, a scientist that studies um chaotic numbers and whatnot yeah yeah pretty much um and then you have the two basically like, um paleontologists paleontologists Grant and Ellie mm-hmm. and paleobotanist paleobotanist yes Ellie is Ellie mm-hmm and that he's a paleontologist. Like Ross from Friends. Yes. Um, but yeah, basically to see if this park is a good investment and like, can we actually go forward with this? Is it safe? Like, will everybody have a good time? Blah, 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 blah. And like, because they all end up going on the tour together. Mm-hmm. They go into the Jeep that's being run on like a guardrail. Yeah. And they're stuck, and the T-Rex gets out, and the lawyer is with the kids in the Jeep, who is uh, Hammond's grandchildren. And he just runs out. Mm-hmm. He just leaves and goes to the bathroom, and the the girls, like Lexi, she's like, he left us. He left us! He left us! Which I'm like, you douchebag. Then you have Grand, who the entire movie, he's trying to protect these kids, and he doesn't even like children. Yeah. Which I understand completely, because kids can be assholes. Especially the kid in the very beginning of the movie when they're digging up bones. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, just any of the scenes with the T-Rex, like, there were moments where I just felt like... Like, I felt like I was in the movie feeling the terror at that moment. Yeah. Because, like, the animation done for the, the T-Rex actually had weight to it. Except for that one scene. Yeah. That one scene had a little bit of uh, rubber rubber hose uh, physics. Yeah. 
So that's what makes it look a little bit off. Like, um, Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man, when he's first swinging around in the homemade suit. Mm-hmm. That animation? Yeah. Yeah, that yeah, doesn't definitely. really hold up. Yeah, no. Um, but really, because, and, like, they had so many different ways for the T-Rex, where it's just, like, you had the computer animation, you had the, um... Animatronics. Animatronics. Stan Winston, rest in peace. <laughs> the, uh... Uh, claymation a little bit. Yeah. A little tiny bit. He wanted... Steven Spielberg actually wanted pretty much just that claymation, mm-hmm. but it didn't really... Like, it, they needed more for it to actually be, like, realistic yeah. and done well, which I'm glad that they did. But... And even, like, the actual, like, giant T-Rex that, like... What, what was it? That took nine artists, 16 weeks of sculpting, and three tons of clay. It would randomly malfunction whenever it would rain. So it would just randomly turn off on or just turn on, on its own and scare the shit out of so many freaking people. <laughs> Which I would find hilarious, personally. Yeah. But yeah, also, like, again, going back to the animatronics, what Stan Winston not only has done for this movie, but for films in general... He is a legend. Absolutely. I mean, we're talking about movies like fucking Alien. Ah, uh, Alien. Load. Load. My phone's not working. It doesn't like you. No, it doesn't. <laughs> not today. Pumpkinhead. Terminator. Mm-hmm. What else? What else has he done? Wrong Turn. I forgot that he worked on those movies. Oh, Yeah. Think of, like, really good um, monster effects, and it's most likely Stan Winston. Yeah, pretty the much. The Thing. Uh-huh. The effects in The Thing are incredible and still hold up. I need to watch that movie again. It's been... It's another movie on my list that's just, like, it's been far too long that I just need to rewatch. Mm-hmm. But, yes. That, it's so good. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like, like the the... Triceratops when it's all sick like you you want like you you see the fucking tr- motherfucker right there you you want to go out and touch it too yeah exactly well that was like the first and only like dinosaur that the actors actually got to see and feel yeah and then after that it was all they had to be like it's pretend it's right there and look scared eh, some of the um velociraptors some of them yeah but, like, maybe, like, a full-out dinosaur mm-hmm. animatronic, then, yeah. Yeah. But, like, that Triceratops, when he's, like, laying there sick, I'm just like, oh, that poor baby, I just want to take care of you, because they're on my list of favorites. Mm-hmm. And it was just so cute. And like you said earlier, like, if I ever was in a situation where I was seeing a dinosaur, like, in real life, I would just start tearing up. Yeah. No, I'd, I'd openly weep. Yep. Like, the same reaction that I'm going to have the day I go to Disney and see the Millennium Falcon Ooh, in person, yes. I will literally fucking weep. Yes, absolutely. I don't blame you on that one. Mm-hmm. And I, I was telling Brian the other day, I was just like, look, even though I know that there were five movies, now going to be six, coming out of saying, like, why we should not recreate dinosaurs, at the same time, if there was, like, a Jurassic Park theme park where we brought dinosaurs back I would 100% hop on a plane and head over. Yeah. It's like I don't care and if I die I die. Just make it safe. 
It's, that's all you really need to do. And not have a bunch of money-grubbing assholes trying to steal everything. Because that's basically what the cause of Jurassic Park breaking down was. Yeah. Is Nedry's character, like, he's being offered a shit ton of money to basically steal... Um, samples. Samples. So other people can make money off of it. And him and his greedy little asshole self goes and does it and then causes all this fucking shebang. Mm-hmm. And be- people being attacked by dinosaurs like T-Rex and raptors left and right. And Dotson! Dotson! We got Dotson over here! <laughs> I'm gonna end up saying that throughout this whole episode. That, that's fine. Uh, that's fine. We have Dotson there! <laughs> But he, because I, I think I even wrote in my notes, so I was just like, Nedry is one of those, like, it, he's that coworker that you try really hard to tolerate, but you just can't. And you just want to hit in the face so freaking hard. I'm having images. I, exactly. Like, we all have that coworker. Oh, the fucking scene when you first see the uh, Brachiosaurus. When, like, uh, Grant grabs Ellie by the head and just kind of, yeah. like, turns it around. Because she's just so focused on a leaf. She's focused on a leaf. She's like, oh, my God, this is amazing. Like, blah, blah, like, how did they make this? And then all of a sudden he just grabs her head and just turns her. And she's like, oh, my God. And then it's just that line where Grant's just like, they're, they're traveling in herds. They do travel in herds. And I'm just like, yes. Because could you imagine, like, being, like, a scientist of all these years, like, studying something that has been gone for ever mm-hmm. like millions and millions and millions of years and finally seeing them in person and seeing like any of your like basically guesses and estimations being correct yeah like could you imagine that i could like that would that would that's that was very touching mm-hmm. and the fucking score in that <gasps> scene this entire movie the freaking score yes it's just so good like, the first time that they the helicopter is going to the island, mm-hmm. and just hearing that music, it just touches a part of your soul that you didn't think that could ever be reached. It's the little inner child. Exactly. The little inner child that's still happy all the time, mm-hmm. and you watch this movie, and he comes out a little bit. Yes. And even, like, I was mentioning while we were watching the movie, when they were panning in through all of the uh, stuff in the gift shop, mm-hmm. where it was the theme song of Jurassic Park, but it was kind of slowed down to a nice little lullaby. Yes. I was like, I could fall asleep to that right now. There, there has to be a loop on oh, on YouTube. Guaranteed, yes. Be like, just put in my earphones, be like, okay, good night, Brian, I'm gonna listen to Jurassic Park and fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's one of those songs and themes that just instantly brings a smile to your face. Mm-hmm. And another one that I can think of that does that for me is the Peanuts theme. Oh, yes. I hear that and I instantly fucking smile. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's a good one. Brings back so many memories. Mm Mm-hmm. And even just, like, like, even some of the lines just really, like, hold up. Like, you know, when you first hear Hammond go, Welcome to Jurassic Park. Goosebumps! You get goosebumps, you get all giddy, and you're just like, Oh my god, we're going to Jurassic Park! Oh my god, I'm so excited! Um, and then even, like, the lines here and there that were just, like, really funny, where Hammond's just, like, to the lawyer, he's just like, I bring scientists, you bring a rock star. <laughs> what else was there? They do move in herds. Life, uh, finds a way. It does find a way. Because, yes. you know, I, I love how, uh, Wong's character, Wu, is basically saying, like, oh, you're trying to tell me that, a 
I keep dropping my pen. <laughs> He's like to uh, Malcolm Boot. You're trying to tell me that females are all going to breed with each other? And that's when he says that. They find a way. Yeah, you gave him fucking amphibian DNA. It's like, yeah, scientists, you do remember you did that, right? Where, like, you know, in single-sex environments, they change their sex. Mm-hmm. So they can reproduce. Oh, look, that happened. Because Grant found the eggshells. Mm-hmm. Like, you could tell he was fascinated by it, but at the same time, he was like... This is bad. Uh-oh. This ain't good. Like, I, I feel like there's a way to safely do this. But also, you know humans. Yeah, they're gonna fuck up. Like, as Jurassic World goes on, like, these new movies, it's just like, oh, yeah, I can see this happening. Mm-hmm. 100%. Oh, the only one I got on my side is the blood-sucking lawyer. Yeah. Yep, that was good. And when he's attacked by the T-Rex. Oh, that was nice. I was just like, ooh, karma sucks, doesn't it? <laughs> my quote with... Go ahead. So I was just like, this is what happens when you just leave children. Yeah. My quote when um, Ellie was digging through the giant pile of shit. I don't remember who said... I said, oh, look, it's me digging through the dating pool right now. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That was a big pile of shit, though. That was a big pile of shit. And that was a quote. Yes, it was. What did they got in there? King Kong? Because mm-hmm. literally, even when, like, they were trying to figure out, like, the set design for the whole thing, like, the one of the head set designers was saying, like, oh, we should make this look like with Disney, and it needs to be all bright and colorful, because it's for kids and stuff. And Steven Spielberg was like, no, I want it to be like from King Kong. Whereas, like, the big wooden arch and the big wooden door. Mm-hmm. And St. Jurassic Park on the top. But you know what? It works. Yes. It works. Mm-hmm. No, but it, I just... And also Hammond, like I said when we were watching, I was like, he's like that adorable grandpa that you just want to hug. Yes. Like, and anytime he looks, like, disappointed, like, when he is uh, eating the ice cream that's, like, melting because everything is, like, the power's all turned off, and Ellie comes and talks to him, basically being like, what we're doing here is not good because of this. And, like, you could tell that she starts getting, like, really upset and, like, angry at him, and you could just see that disappointed look on his face, like, that hurt look, and I'm like, I'm sorry, can I give you a hug? Yeah. Or when, like, you know, everything is shutting down originally. and Or, like, no, it was when the dinosaurs weren't actually showing while they were doing the tour, and you could tell that he was just looking really disappointed. Like, mm. oh, man. This wasn't what I wanted. And I'm like, oh, my God. Just every time he has that hurt look on his face, I'm always like, Ooh. Yeah. I feel bad. Oh, there's that iconic scene at the end. When the T-Rex is yelling? Yes. And the banner comes down when dinosaurs roamed the earth right it was uh ruled the earth yes when dinosaurs ruled the earth yes oh i love that scene and originally i don't know what was supposed to be there originally but uh steven spielberg wanted to have like one last look at the t-rex so he actually wrote that in like when they were almost like when they were still like filming and stuff like that he wrote it in the script which i'm like and i'm glad he did that was a good touch nice touch that he had there but yeah that was definitely like an iconic scene and also when uh Dennis was uh, trying to escape and go to the boat before they left. And he runs into that little, like, hissing dinosaur that, of course, the name escapes me. The spitting one. Yes, I forget the names. And he's just like, oh, like, waving the stick, like, huh, you want to play fetch? 
Yeah, yeah, stupid. Play touch. And then he tosses the stick and the dinosaur kind of looks, but then goes back to him. And he's like, oh, no wonder you're extinct. No, I'm going to run you over. And I'm like, yes, because he's the stupid one when you were the one trying to treat him like a dog. But yeah, yeah, we'll call him stupid. And then, you know, he spits right in his face and it's just, it's so nice. And then he gets attacked by the car with this little, like, he was so pretty with his little, like, Mm -hmm. flapping sides, kind of like a cobra. And it's, like, screaming and the flapping and the the spitting and the attacking. It was just great. (laughs) Yeah. Just desserts. Just desserts. Karma's a bitch, man. I don't Mm -hmm. know what to tell you. Karma. Karma. You have to watch out for that, (laughs) Karma. But at least, like, you had some, like, even during all the craziness, like, you had some of the peaceful scenes. Like, you know, the kids and Gran are all in the tree. With the brachiosaurus. And they see all the brachiosaurus. And I just love that scenery where it's just, like, you see the top of their heads. Uh, and you see, like, the nice, like, sunset in the background mm-hmm. with the clouds going through. It's just, oh, that was a nice yeah scene right there. Even though, like, later when the kids wake up, they're, like, the girl, Lexi, she's, like, absolutely terrified. And she's like, oh, my God, get away from me. And I'm like, girl, calm down. It's a veggie source. It's a veggie source. Uh, fucking Timmy, right? Yeah. He's one of those very few kids in movies that I don't find annoying. He's he's cute. Yeah. Like, I will say when you first, like, well, you like you kind of, like, first see him more when, like, he's, Grant turns around and he's just stand, standing there, like, right behind him looking up at him. My first thought was uh, the kid from Christmas Story. It's like, I like the Tin Man. <laughs> I like the Wizard of Oz. I kind of had that first thought. But other than that, like, you could tell that he truly, like, loves di- dinosaurs and he, like, looks up to Grant. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, amazed by him. And it's just like, this is my hero. So he's just trying to be like, I just want to talk to you about all this stuff that we both clearly love. And Grant's just like, get away from me. <laughs> Leave me alone. And even, like, the girl, like, there are times where I was kind of just like, oh, my God, stop. Like, her random screaming where I'm just like, stop screaming. You're making it worse. Or how, like, you could tell by the end of the movie she was just kind of done with dinosaurs. Where, like, uh, Timmy was, like, amazed the entire time. But, like, mm-hmm. the tree was a fantastic example when she was just, like... Oh, my God. This is too much. She gets snot all over the face when the dinosaur sneezes. <laughs> <sighs> but... And also, again, the fact that Grant does not like children. And yet he is spending the entire movie trying to keep these kids safe. Yes. And by the end of the movie, they, like, fall asleep on his chest in the helicopter. And he's comfortable with Yeah, he's comfortable, and, like, you know, he's a safe space, like, he's earned their trust, because clearly he has done whatever he could to save these children. Indeed. Shirtless Goldblum. Oh, Jeff Goldblum. Shirtless Goldblum. That, that man. And he still looks good today. He is a very handsome gentleman. He is. Very dapper. It's studious and just oh my god i love him love him have you watched um the world according to jeff goldblum i've seen a few episodes not a lot but i've seen a few yes and i love how fascinating he is by like Mm -hmm. everything it's so great oh also the um when what's her face ellie is like going through and she's trying to turn all the power back on and when uh, you know, she after she hits all the buttons, she's like, okay, we're back in business. And then the raptor just shows up behind her. Mm-hmm. 
the one scene in particular when she's trying to find uh, Jackson's character, which, what was his name again? Mr. Arnold. Mm-hmm. And then his arm kind of just falls over her shoulder. It's like, oh, Mr. Arnold. And then she's like walking away and realizes it's literally just his arm. All I kept thinking of was Pennywise mm-hmm. waving the arm in his hand. Like, hello! I, I thought of my buddy Greg. Um, so he worked uh, cleanup at a hospital. Yeah. And the one night, because he did overnights, he had to clean up the morgue area. So he got all the bags, he's throwing them into the compactor, which is like a compactor that's on the floor. And he tosses one of the bags in, and out pops an arm. Jesus Christ. Was he wearing brown pants at least? Um, from what I remember, he said that he looked at the arm and he was like, huh. Oh, God. Walked backwards and then, like, turned around, just went straight up to his uh, superiors. was like, uh, yeah, this happened. I, I would have shit my pants. Someone got in trouble because uh, they didn't properly dispose of uh, body parts. Well, yeah, because, like, at that moment, because you said it was just an arm, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, because that would be a serious no-no. Mm-hmm. situation so yeah no but i would have uh, i would have 100 percent shit my pants <laughs> at that moment just <laughs> bloop arm yeah but like okay and now i'm dead yeah i can't believe i haven't told you that story yeah no that that's a funny story though <laughs> i'm sure he loves telling it all the time oh my god even just the scene of like the jeep stuck in the tree mm-hmm. and it like gently falling down through the branches like yeah. that whole like the way that the music is all set up and the way that the cameras were angled of, like, you could see, basically, like, if you were underneath the car yourself. It followed the descent. Exactly. And it was just, like, you could feel the tension through the screen, like you were actually there. And I love that scene so much. I always randomly think about that scene. Mm-hmm. It really conveys the tension of um, what's happening. And pretty much the whole movie really does that. Yeah. I mean, Steven Spielberg. He has an eye. And pretty much, like, he had... Because Spielberg had, like, an, like, he had people that he wanted in this movie. hmm And, you know, they were just like, well, like, they might not be able to, or they might say no. And pretty much everyone's just like, Steven Spielberg asked you to join a movie. You're going to fucking do it. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's no saying no to Spielberg. It's like Snoop Dogg comes around and hands you a joint. You don't say no? I mean, I don't even smoke, but I don't think I would say no. I would just pray to whatever deity is out there. Please don't let me sm- throw up in front of Snoop Dogg. <laughs> Please. Although I will say that uh, Spielberg did want Judith Barcy to play Lex. Because mm-hmm. he had worked with her with uh, Land Before Time because she played the voice of Ducky. Mm. But then he found out that she was you know, murdered by her dad. Yeah. Which that, oh that, that was so sad. God, I still just randomly think of that. Or anytime I see, like... Ducky from Land Before Time, mm-hmm. or the girl from All Good Dogs Go to Heaven, and I just think about that, and I'm like, oh, that is so unbelievably sad. Yeah. And, like, all the signs were there. Oh, absolutely. Like, from her pulling her own eyelashes, uh, mm-hmm. like, to, to just certain signs and shit. Yep. Ugh, oh, so fucked up. Oh, that whole situation, just, nope, 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 nope. But even, like, the very beginning of the movie... Like, that kind of eerie, like, kind of haunting 
music that they have and then just the simplicity of showing the Jurassic Park logo. Yes. Like it wasn't anything too fancy or crazy. It was just that nice little like slight build up tension that they had. Mm-hmm. And I always love the simplicity of like use of titles and stuff like that. Yeah. And also that cold open is so good. Yes, absolutely. Show tar Oh, that poor man. Yeah. He did not expect that coming. And just gets pulled in by his legs by a raptor. Mm-hmm. Oh, speaking of which, clever girl. Ke- oh, I love that line. That's mm-hmm. another one where it's just classic. Clever yeah. Girl. He died, right? Yeah. Yeah. Do we see it? I might have been looking away at that exact uh, moment. I think we see the raptor jump and then fall and then the bushes start to go like gotcha this. yep 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 also we only see like 15 minutes of the dinosaurs yeah because the rest is all built with the tension because again that was another thing that the actors all did so well <coughs> was um you could like the way that they embodied like the fear and the terror when they're not even seeing actual dinosaurs and that's I guess the the beauty of um, CGI now, mm-hmm. it, but both of it like I I like it, but I feel like sometimes it does take away from um, what a movie could be. Yeah, I know my parents were saying the other day how Liam Neeson like he doesn't really like doing many movies anymore because he's tired <laughs> of like the overuse of the CGI. <coughs> yeah. And I was just like, I do respect Liam Neeson's opinion. (coughs) However, he also plays the same movies over and over and over and over again. Someone takes something from him and he has to go get it back. Yeah. I'm like, okay, enough Liam Neeson. (laughs) Like, we can do something else now, please, for the love of God. Oh, also, the one scene that I always think of is when, uh, you know, all the power's out and Grant goes to, like, the, uh, electrocuted fence basically yeah. he throws the stake he's like i guess the power's off and then he gently reaches for it and pretend the kids just scream <laughs> that's my dad yes that yes. is that my dad would do that yes and i would be like see going that's not funny <laughs> and i could just see brian next movie like that was great because <laughs> that's exactly what would happen like i can play it in my mind right now <laughs> What else was it? The kitchen scene? Yes, the kitchen scene. Oh, the the jello. <laughs> Just stiff ass neck and the jello jiggling around and then she turns her stiff ass neck to t- <laughs> the eyes getting wider and wider and mm-hmm. wider. I did also like that shot of like when you can see the silhouette of the raptor like behind the screen that mm-hmm. they had. Where, like, you can see the silhouette, and then you can also see the picture of the raptor on whatever, like, wall or... Fixture. Fixture, whatever that was that they used. But I did, like... Yeah, like, I did, like, that use. Mm Mm-hmm. It's like, here's the fantasy, and here's the real life, and real life is terrifying. Just, like, actual real life. Yes! It's great! Adulting. It's fun. (laughs) <laughs> um, 
Also, like, how they portrayed the fucking raptors was perfectly terrifying. Uh Uh-huh. Well, because, like, also, I remember, like, as a kid, the ones we were always, like, at least from what I remember, is the ones that, the one that was terrifying the most was the T-Rex. Mm-hmm. When we learned here that, no, no, it was the raptors. Yeah. They were the terrifying ones. There's actually a theory that um, if whatever extinction level event happened that wiped out the dinosaurs never happened, we would have evolved from raptors, from how intelligent they were. Man, why couldn't we have kept the dinosaurs? Can you imagine? Well, maybe there'd be a little bit more smarter people. Could be. Maybe. And what if, what if, this actually did happen, but in the multiverse? Marvel, we need it. Right Wait, now. I am not done. Oh boy. Oh my god, there's more. And these raptors are not benevolent. They are benevolent. Uh, wow. You know what word I'm trying to say. Malevolent. Malevolent, yes. Creatures. And because they are so intelligent... They learn how to travel said multiverse and visit our planet from time to time for abductions. The, the reptiles. <laughs> Marvel, we need an episode of this now. We the need to lizard make this happen. people. The lizard people. You know the ones I'm talking about. Yes. Them motherfuckers in the government. Yes, absolutely. Our oh, government. God. This is such a terrifying thought. Our, our government are run by lizard people. God, God now I'm going to have nightmares. Have nightmares oh, tonight. Shit. If I sleep. But uh, yes, that is an actual theory. Oh my God. I will say, because I had recently watched all of the Jurassic Park movies, including the Jurassic World and Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Mm-hmm. And obviously, like... Above all, Jurassic Park is the number one, in my opinion. I didn't really, like, actually rank or anything like that, but, like, Mm -hmm. obviously, number one, top notch. The second one of the original trilogy, like, I liked it. I liked it because of Jeff Goldblum. You mean Joel Goldstein? Joel Goldstein. (laughs) Like, obviously, first one is top tier compared to it. Mm -hmm. But this one, like, I liked it. It was fun at times. Yeah. And it showed what humans would actually do. Like, we're going to hunt these creatures. We're going to poach them. We're going to hunt and poach them. Poach and hunt. Because humans suck. And then the third one was just, you know, that, that was bad. That was just bad. The fucking, the T-Rex pee thing. Yeah. That was stupid. Mm-hmm. You got T-Rex pee? How'd you do it? You don't want to know. This 13-year-old kid. But yeah, I'm not, not a fan of that movie. I do love Jurassic World. Mm-hmm. I also love Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. The first world is better. Yes. And I wasn't a huge fan of the girl recollection of, like, the little girl was actually... Who was supposed to be his da- granddaughter. He was actually his daughter that he had cloned. But he... The same cloning mechanisms that they use for the dinosaur technology. Blah, blah, blah. That, yeah, that was too contrived. That was too much. And I did when they were leaving the island. And the Brachiosaurus, and it's the same one. It's the same one. 
they I, these motherfuckers confirmed that it was the same one that we see, the first one that we see. Uh, that uh, it I, makes I, me cry every single, and I I was crying. I was just asked Brian. He looked at me and he could see the tears falling down my cheeks. I'm just like the poor baby. We saw that movie together in theaters. Yes, I know, but I had re- I watched it yesterday. I'm saying in, in theaters too. I was yes. fucking crying. No, oh, yeah, absolutely. And even like the whole scene where like. Uh, towards the end of the movie when everything goes haywire and, like, the ventilation system isn't working and there's smoke going everywhere and all the dinosaurs are, like, trapped in their cages. Mm-hmm. They get them out of the cages, but they're still trapped in that downstairs area. And they're like, we can't let them out because we're not on the island anymore. We're back home. They're gonna just roam around free. But I was just like, hit the button! Those poor dinosaurs, look at them! They want to get out! They're terrified! Let them go! But then, you know, the clone little girl Mm-hmm. She's like, they're like me. I have to save them. But I was just like, oh, let them out, please. You can tell that they're scared. They're living creatures and they're scared. But whatever. That that movie was playing too much with my my emotions. Mm-hmm. A little too much toying there. Jurassic World. You better not do it for the third one. Also, you know what I realized, like, recently? That, like, after, like, having, like, a complete mental breakdown, you're a lot more emotional Yeah, and I've been having a lot of mental breakdowns recently. Like, I've been just watching shit and, like, getting fucked up by it. So I should not watch The Green Mile right now. Or should I? Do you feel like you need to cry? Kind of, yeah. Maybe yeah. I should. Yeah. Maybe I should. Okay. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. <laughs> Maybe by the end of the week. I've been having too many of those days. It's really exhausting, Amanda. <laughs> <laughs> All I'm doing is crying, and it's very exhausting. Yeah. Yeah, I'm on the same <laughs> fucking boat right now. <laughs> hey, I am a very comfortable with myself man that I can very clearly say that, yes, I do cry perfectly fine yes and it's perfectly fine and it does not make me less masculine i fucking cry and this movie does make me cry i mean it's more so the fucking music that makes me cry but yeah the first one more than anything it's kind of like just the emotional nostalgic aspect mm-hmm. and the music and it's just so well done yeah everything about it is just so well done and like you said it still holds up to this day and it brings out that inner child if that's inside yes he need they need a hug they need a they hug, need a hug every, yes <laughs> we're adulting too much you need to embrace that little child exactly in a non-weird way exactly <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, the one thing that i did notice um back at like the when the lawyer runs out of the car he runs out of the car and he leaves the door open. Yes. And then at one point you're in Malcolm and Grant's car and you can see the door closed. Mm-hmm. And then you go back to that car and the door's open again. A little continuity here. Yeah, I was just like it that. It happens. It happens, but I definitely noticed that the other day. Like, um, it was the first season of The Mandalorian. I forget which episode it was, but there, there, you see one of the crewmen in the back. Oh, really? And if you go back now to those episodes, they finally removed them. Oh, damn it. It's like, me and Kenny noticed that. We're like, wait a minute. 
That's a whole ass fucking um, blue jeans and a dark. It had to be like a dark blue jacket or something, and you see just like this half. And it's just like boop. Oh my god, man! I wish that they didn't cut it out just yet, or at least I wish that you told me beforehand. I, I could probably find pictures while we're talking about this. Probably. But I will say also with Lexi, like, I understand that she was a child and she didn't really know what to do. But just when she was flashing the flashlight around when the T-Rex was around their car, I'm just like, oh, my God, Chica, turn off the flashlight. Why do you need to have that on right now? Yeah, no, I see that. I'm going. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. This poor girl, you could tell that she was terrified. But still, I was just like, girl, I'm about to smack you. Think so with hard your right head. Now. <laughs> Use that brain of yours that you use so well with computers. I mean, some people are computer smart and some people are book smart. And some people are street smart. That is true. And some people ain't smart at all. Some people are just stupid. Unfortunately, they are the ones in charge. It's always how it works. Also... I hate mosquitoes. I really wish that they went in extinct with the dinosaurs, but no. They literally provide nothing. Except this movie. Yeah. That's pretty much it. But, like, in nature, they provide nothing. They are a literal nuisance. Yeah, seriously. I, I, they are on my list. Mosquitoes, ticks, fleas, lice. Roaches. Ro- no, I like roaches. I don't want to be infested by them, but they do think that they're really cute. Especially the hissing cockroaches that get, like, as big as your head. Those are fine. Those the, are adorable. The, the big boys, they're fine. I'm talking about the fucking annoying-ass ones. The little tiny ones? The, the fucking um, unwanted roommates in the fucking projects. That's fair. That's fair. But yeah, like, lice and bedbugs. I hate those with the burning passion. Uh, I... I, I... Okay, I'm not going to say it. There's nothing for me to knock on. <laughs> it's like, just don't say anything at all. Also, the baby dinosaur that's hatching out of the egg, it was just yes, so stinky. Yes, I want one. Girl. I want uh, ten. Just ten. Ten of them all. I need them. No, no, I just want ten of the velociraptors. I want them to imprint themselves on me. Yes. So I can control them. And destroy my enemies. <laughs> Sick them on the enemies. Full force. Full, for- full force. I'll, I'll build a fucking dope-ass chariot that looks like Doctor Doom's throne. And then just have them all on there. Just like, oh, yeah, <laughs> my fucking raptors. How is it that I can see this? <laughs> <laughs> just a sadistic fucking smile and I'm cracking the fuck up on the, uh, on the throne. Yeah, sounds about right. Okay, so... I still hear this in my dreams at night. Ah, ah, ah. Ah, ah, ah. Oh, my God. Ah, ah, ah. Ah, ah, ah. Didn't say the magic word. (laughs) Didn't say the magic word. Oh, my God. I'm telling you, he's the annoying freaking coworker that you try hard to tolerate because you have to, because you work together, but you just can't. You just want to punch him in the face. And poor... Poor Mr. Arnold. Samuel L. Jackson had to put up with way too much of his shit. And look what that got him. Mm-hmm. Other, and I also did, like, because you could tell that, like, Mr. Arnold, like, cared about Hammond mm-hmm. the entire time. He was just like, 
trying to like comfort him but also being like well yeah like this is a problem that we got to talk about and i liked that relationship yeah that that was nice i think eh, fucking sam jackson Just, <laughs> he's good at anything yeah. that he does i, I mean, love I'm, it i'm going back to django right now <gasps> oh django unchained i love that movie so Django. Much. we gotta do that for one of the episodes yeah we're, we're gonna have to because i love that movie so much That was another movie I rewatched this week. Django. Because it's so good. It it's is. a D silent hillbilly. And then even just like that the very ending of the movie when they're uh flying off in the helicopter and you see the pelicans yes. flying over the water. Just that peaceful scene with the music, the theme just playing and they're all It's peace. It's just so peaceful where it's just like, ah, oh, peace at last, we can finally sleep. Mm-hmm. After all these hours of running and screaming. Also, every time I watch this movie, I want to go for a swim. Like, I have the urge to go swimming. Which, right now, I can't because my hairstylist would be very pissed at me. Because mm-hmm. then my hair will turn green and I promised her that I would not with my newly fresh blonde hair at the moment. <laughs> which is still weird. Just being blonde for more than, like, an hour. But whatever. Also, I think that this is the movie why I, for a long time, was, like, obsessed with Jeeps and wanted one as my car. Fair enough. Yeah, I think this is what started my Jeep obsession. And a few more facts I have. um, Because this movie was based off the book Jurassic Park by um, Michael Christian. And Universal's had paid him $2 million for the rights to his novel before it was even published. Mm Mm-hmm. So you could tell that a lot of people... I know a lot of people were, like, ready to hop on the bandwagon. Yeah. Like, different studios, like, before it was even published. And you could tell that people had definitely a lot of faith in this book. Uh, and he, But he actually said that he estimated that the screenplay has about, like, 10 to 20% of the novel's uh, content. Which I, Have you ever read the novel? No. I haven't either. I, we both need to do that. Mm-hmm. I almost picked it up uh, the last time I bought, like, a couple of books, so that was a while back. Yeah, there was a period where I almost bought it, but I think I decided on something else. But I'm surprised after all this, these years I have not actually read mm. Jurassic Park. Actually, remember what I chose instead of um, Jurassic Park? What? Uh, the collection of Edgar, Edgar Allan Poe. You know what? That's fair. Yes. 100%. Actually, I think what I picked up instead of that was basically a... Uh, book all with different like horror stories. I almost picked that one up. Yeah, you like you know the one I'm talking about, yeah. the one with the black. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I haven't actually opened it yet, but because I think I picked up um, Edgar Allan Poe, and it was a collection of uh, Cthulhu mythos. Yeah, I think that might have been what I. I don't remember now. I'll have to look when I get home. Uh, all the cast were given a raptor model that was signed by Steven Spielberg. Hmm. And pretty much they all, like, still know exactly where they, where it is in yeah. their house. So I'm like, that's... I would keep that in a heartbeat. Uh, James Cameron, who was the director of Terminator, Aliens, and Titanic, he stated that he wanted to make the Jurassic Park movie, but uh, the rights were bought before he could even bid. Mm-hmm. But, like, he also admits he was just like... This is the Steven Spielberg movie. 
Yeah. Like, he, he admits that he feels like that he wouldn't have done it as well as Spielberg did. Which, you know what? Yeah, that takes a lot to say. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, as much as I wanted to do this, um, but this person's more qualified. Yeah, exactly. It's like, you know what? Good for you. The one thing that I definitely did see that I wanted to, that I was just like, oh yeah, I need to make sure I say this. I like wrote down word for word so I couldn't like forget any of it. Mm-hmm. But uh, the most, like the hardest effect to pull off was the vibrating of the cups when they were in the Jeep. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you first like are about to see the T-Rex. Um, because, you know, you needed to show that it was, like, announcing that the T-Rex was coming for the yeah. audience. Um, but what did they... Because he got, um... Spielberg got the idea when he was in his car, like, waiting for traffic. And he got the idea from the bass effects while listening to Earth, Wind, and Fire. Hmm. I was like, I don't know what song, but I'm just thinking of... Can you remember? The 21st night September. <laughs> One of your favorite songs. Yes. Uh, so basically what they actually did was they had fed uh, guitar strings under the dashboard to get the effect. Um, a man was like on the floor and he would pluck the strings and it would hit the dashboard mm-hmm. to make the effect of like the water like trembling. Hmm. I was like, that's cool. That's That's creative. Um, it was filmed in Hawaii. And there there was an actual hurricane that hit them. And luckily they did, like, pretty much all their filming before the hurricane hit. Mm-hmm. Um, but the few scenes that you see, like, the water, like, hitting the rocks yeah. and, like, overflowing, that was actually the hurricane that Stephen was just like, wait, we need to shoot, we need to film that right there because we need that for the movie. And I'm like, okay. All right, Spielberg. But he got what he wanted and it still worked. Uh, they also filmed the rest in L.A., like the kitchen scene that was in L.A. Yeah. An alarm had went off every time the T-Rex turned on. Hmm. So that I can imagine that because as like kind of a safety yeah. issue just so people know like, uh, hey, this thing is about to start moving. Obviously not when it malfunctioned because it was raining. Uh, and then the last thing I had was after the filming had ended, Spielberg had actually went to London to work on Schindler's List. Mm-hmm. Which also a good movie. Um, I haven't seen that in years. It, it's it's good though. I also have not seen it in years, but I remember it being really good. Also, what streaming service has um, Holy Grail? Netflix did, but I don't know if it still does. Because I've been in a mood to watch it. I remember Netflix did have it for a while, but I it's been so long that I don't know if they have it or not. So, because you know how streaming services yeah. are, they kick things off all the time. Um, but yeah, he had to go back to London, so, like, because they were still in production, they were still working on, like, different editing and stuff like that, he would basically remote in to, like, oversee how everything was going in the process while he was in London. And that's all I have. Did you have any movie facts? Yes. Okay. Um, apparently Jeff Goldblum liked to read his lines out loud on set. I could see that. I could see him being that type of person. <laughs> Honestly, he is Malcolm. Yeah. Um, Steven Spielberg had paleontologists serve as consultants on the film. Smart. <clears throat> uh, famed paleontologist Jack Horner was used during production to ensure the dinosaurs exhibited scientifically accurate behavior. 
and Robert T. Baker, also a paleontologist, gave animators information about the dinosaur's physical characteristics. I feel like most movies, like, when it comes to this kind of stuff, they need to have, like, a professional come in. Yeah. To, like, say how things would be. Whether it's something like dinosaurs or serial killers or, like, any mental effects that something would have. Something like that. Like, I feel like you need to have those kind of situations, like, on set. That's like, who the fuck is working on Futurama? You you heard about those? No. The all the equations on Futurama that are shown in the background, they're like legitimate scientific fucking equations that lead to like string theory and shit like that. Oh Jesus, no, I did not hear about this. Yeah. Huh, interesting. Like who the fuck is working on this show? Apparently very smart people that don't want to actually like Like um be in that field. It's one of the episodes with the Harlem Globetrotters that the equation that they set up actually helped solve something that scientists were working on. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Uh, let's see. Futurama. Uh, the Futurama theorem is a real-life mathematical theorem invented by Futurama writer Ken Keeler, who holds a PhD in applied mathematics, purely for the use in season six episode, The Prisoner of Benda. And the first... Wait... It is first known. Wait, it is the first known theorem to be created for its sole purpose of entertainment in a TV show, and according to Keeler, was included to popularize math among young people. The theorem proves, regardless of how many minds switch between two bodies have been made, they can all be restored to their original bodies using only two extra people. Jesus. That is impressive, though. I will say that. And I'm pretty sure there's other ones in there, but... Yeah, it's fucking crazy. That sounds pretty awesome, though. No, I think that's it. The date? Yeah, that's it. Okay. So then I guess we'll go to ratings? Yes. What would you give? I give this movie a solid 4.5 out of, um... Five shaking jello spoons. Shaking jello spoons. I like that. Again, th- this movie just like hits that that nostalgic bone inside you, and it just makes you feel like a child again. Mm-hmm. And the suspense in the movie is so well done, and the fucking score is incredible. I mean, it's John Williams. Yeah. No, absolutely agree. It's John Williams. He can't... I don't think there's a score of his that I don't like. Mm-mm. No, absolutely not. I will give this... I will give 4.8... Big head and little arms. <laughs> out of 5. Because, like, you know, there's very, very minimal scenes that, like, don't hold up well after all these years. But it's just so low that there are so many scenes that overpower it that still does hold up after, since, like, from 1993 till 2022. The writing is beautiful and hilarious. Uh, The chemistry between all the actors, wonderful. Mm -hmm. The score is beautiful. The scenery and the cinematography 
absolutely nailed it. I just, I love this movie so much. And I remember as a kid being so obsessed with this movie and just watching it over and over and over and over again. Liz. Panda. Next year, this movie turns 20 years old. Oh, No, geez. 30. 30. Yeah, no, I was just like, wait, no, yeah, that doesn't sound right. That's what I meant. 30 years old. 30. 30 years old. Like us. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, you're like, right. It came out in 1993. The year, a few months before I was born. Which my birthday is coming up in a few weeks. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, we're old. But at least you're not hitting 30 yet. No. Not yet. Almost there. Yeah, next, next year. Next year. Next year. Oh, but I, I love this movie so much. Definitely yes. top-notch. 10 yeah. out of 10 will recommend. Mm-hmm. Top-notch. We... Do, do we know what we're doing for next episode? Well, I know that we've talked about... we got to figure out, like, scheduling and shit like that. Because I was looking at the calendar and my eyes were going all cross-eyed. Because we wanted to do a special on Jurassic World Dominion. Mm -hmm. But we also have SLC Punk. Yes. My birthday movie pick. As I'm, like, twisting my arms around like the Scarecrow in The Wizard (laughs) of Oz. (laughs) Some people go that way. Some people go over there. Otherwise, people go this way. (laughs) So yeah, we just gotta figure that out because we have those two and lots of mixing and weeks and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. But I am excited for SLC Punk because... I haven't seen it in so long and I feel like I'm gonna need a good cry that day. It's so good. I love that movie so much. And I can't wait to talk about it. But yes, to anyone listening, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Lizard and Panda Take on Cinema. Indeed. But yes, tell your friends, tell your neighbors. Um, Panda's trying to use the force. No, I was gonna say I was gonna plug in my uh, my brand new Twitter. Oh, okay, yes, 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 go for yes. it. Yes, well, so my 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 Twitter, or as um, who the fuck said it? Oh, hot tub time machine, Twitagra. Oh God. <laughs> um, will be at Naughty. That'll be K N O T T Y. A R T P N D A. That will be on Twitter, so at Naughty Panda Art. And on Instagram, it is Naughty underscore Art underscore Panda. Also, I feel like this. The name implies 18 plus, so I'll just put that out there. <laughs> just put 18 plus. There is a restriction, people, on, on age. Yes. Thank you very much. Oh, and also recently I was a guest on another show called um, Pod Sun. I still have you. Do you have you sent me the link? I don't yeah. think I have. Yeah, yeah, I will. I will though. But uh, yeah, that was cool because uh, me and uh, this guy Justin, we were ranking our our screen movies, mm-hmm. which was very difficult to do. I'm not gonna lie. We definitely had different opinions on like the ranking system, but it was definitely really cool to talk to this guy and go back and forth so if you're ever interested you can listen to that uh i believe it's called pod sun i can double check later but i'm pretty sure that's what it was called so that was a fun episode but i will send you that link Mm -hmm. um and for this little lovely podcast that we have tell your friends tell your neighbors tell your 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 butcher tell your barber tell your, your your paleontologist uh tell your foot doctor just don't tell the blood sucking lawyer yeah, he gonna take all your money. Or any of those like creepy poacher or 
wanting to make money slobs kind of people. Don't tell them either. Don't tell them. We don't like them. Yeah. But everybody else, you can tell those. Indeed. (laughs) And hope you guys have a great night, month, day, week, year. Century. Century. Whatever. Millennia. (laughs) And this was us taking on cinema. Goodbye. Bye.